G'day listeners, Nick here. We're about to get into episode 64. Uh, this is actually a trigger warning because we are hitting some deep topics, including suicide. So if you are not willing to listen uh, to the stories that we're about to talk about, then now's a good time to give this episode a miss. And we hope you enjoy the episode as much as we did. Shit that podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast, where we hear fatherhood experiences from the mouths of average Aussie blokes. I'm Nick, married father of a three, five, and a seven year old, and nobody said how handsome I was when I got a haircut last week. <laughs> Being an adult fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be lucky if they ever notice at all. Yeah, it's great. It is very true. G'day, I'm Dave, father of uh, two gorgeous girls, a three-year-old and almost eight-month-old. And are you even a dad if you don't have costumes? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously listen to last week's episode, yeah. Dave. I listen to every episode that I'm not in. <laughs> uh, and I'm Cam, father to a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, and I'll be feeling like an old dad tomorrow night because I'm going to go see Guns N' Roses. Mm. Ooh, nice. Well, I don't. I think it's mostly just roses these days. It's just Axl Rose. Less gun. Yeah. <laughs> None of the rest of them. Uh, awesome. It's fine. It's one and the others. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, no, awesome. All right, all. Um, we're here joined by Chris and my brother. We had him on early on um, talking about an uncle and um, IVF. But we've got him back on to talk a bit more serious. Uh, being Movember, we thought it'd be a great idea to get out there and talk more about mental health. Um, and Chris is here to share his story about losing a mate to suicide. So thanks, Chris, for coming in, mate. Oh, g'day, boys. Thanks for having me. No, Welcome back. Thank you. Good to have you back on the mic. Sometimes people don't ask me back. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice change. We did have that six-month break, mate. That's okay. <laughs> now, nah, look, in all serious, let's, uh, let's get some funnies out of the way before we jump into that serious stuff. All right, boys. I came home today and found my kids on eBay. Mm. If they're still on there tomorrow, I'll drop the price. <laughs> Why are elevator jokes so good? Why? Because they work on so many levels. <laughs> uh, a park ranger noticed several $10 bills scattered along a trail. The ranger decided to follow them and came up upon a visitor throwing $10 bills at deers. What are you doing, said the ranger. What does it look like, said the visitor. I'm giving the wildlife $10 like your sign said I could. There's no sign saying that, said the ranger. The visitor said, yes, there is. It says, do not give food to the wildlife. $10 fine. <laughs> oh, that's actually really good. Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> all right, go on. Oh, I've got so many. <laughs> it's just all shit. Uh, that's what do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. <laughs> I got it. I tripped over my wife's bra. It appeared to be a booby trap. Cam <laughs> oh. always likes the booby yeah. ones. Yeah. Anything That's to do with boobies. Yeah, boobies and poo. <laughs> boobies yeah. is good. You're an easy <laughs> man to please, Cam. Every man loves boobies. I didn't know what to do with the leftover tacos. Mm. My wife said give them to the kids or throw them out. So I threw them out. But now I don't know what to do with the kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, you're going to have Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I did fuck it up. Yeah. But I think I covered pretty well until you fucking put it out. Thanks, mate. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a-hole. <laughs> episode done. That's what all the brothers are for, mate. <laughs> I'm done. All right, you're done. No. Chris, you got any more? Oh, no, nah, nah, okay. boys, trust me. I'm okay. here for all. We can just make this the shit joke podcast. If <laughs> I've got that many. <laughs> the shit joke podcast. That's going to be our spin-off series. <laughs> awesome. All right, boys. Now, we have some... Excellent social shit daddery this week. Um, we had Simon got in touch with us and asked what the best present would be for a new dad with the maximum $50. And we got some excellent responses. Clearly he's got his brother-in-law in the, uh, in the Christmas drawer. <laughs> we weren't going to dob him in. <laughs> but here you go, Simon. We, the, the shit dads came through with the goods. So we got a Luxie cup. L-U-X-E-Y. One tiny drink hole that coffee comes out of. Safer than a big mug. Well, Good, yeah. I won't pay that out, but yeah, I will. 
Because who takes a fucking big mug in the car anyway? It's just a sip cup. <laughs> but these Luxie is like a, a fancy brand. All right. Uh, okay. Great people, obviously, and if they want to sponsor anyone, <laughs> give the shit that call. So it's got the, the textbook socks and jocks. We've also got a dad starter pack with a dad mug, straw hat, shaver socks and pitches. Oh, sorry, socks with pitches on them of your kids or whatever. Um, slip-on or shoes. Easy, less than $50. That's a good shout. Noise-canceling headphones. That's my favourite. Yeah, that's and yeah, okay. that one is for me the winner. Okay, but are you getting fifty fucking dollar good yeah, quality headphone? They would be shit. <laughs> fucking hell, it's hard <laughs> to please some blokes. Hey, hold on a second. Don't get me wrong. No, Noise cancelling earphones are fucking right up there on the list. That's but the you're not getting fifty. Day, you're not getting. That's true. Okay, that's yeah, true. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, well, maybe it's the first payment on the afterpay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still hearing things through it. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll confer and we'll get back to whoever winner. Uh, we, like we'll make sure that, uh, the winner is notified and get some merch, like I said, online. Mm. Uh, a <laughs> decent I'm cut of... the Luxie Cup, though. <laughs> <laughs> we have a gift for you. It's a Luxie Cup. <laughs> and they're our new sponsors. <laughs> a decent cut of steak from the butcher, like a rib on the bone yeah, or an eye fillet that's and a six-pack. That's, that's a good one. Oh, that's yeah, a really good well one. Played. That's good. Um, has to be the Bunnings voucher because there's always a reason to go to Bunnings. I'll agree with that. That's good. We've also got the New New Balance Runners, which classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah, like it. yeah. Well, it's, it's like it's, it's a bit of a welcome to the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of us, one of us. <laughs> and uh, another listener sent a picture in, uh, not the the text, and it was a bottle of whiskey and a packet of baby wipes. Yeah. That's pretty good too. See, I like that one. I liked the one where it's just baby wipes. Just as (laughs) many baby wipes as you can get for 50 bucks. Definitely. You're going to need them. In the kitchen, in the change room, uh, in in your car. Yeah. Yeah. I'd run out of them. I, I don't even have babies in my car anymore. And I've <laughs> still got some, some in the middle of the You get used to just instead of serviettes. Just yeah, of course baby it is. I don't, have, I don't have babies in my house and I've got babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just adult wet wipes yeah, for the arse. Yeah. <laughs> secrets out. Legit 50 bucks worth of arse wipes. There's nothing I value more than a fresh packet of the bastards. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice segue, was that yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my winner, but I do like that steak and six pack. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, we'll let the winner know by Instagram this week. I um I don't mind as well. You know, once you've got everyone's got their person a present for Christmas, throwing yeah. just an extra one in the last one to go. Oh, like you know, was this just an extra? Who 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 who's this for? And you get printed on like, like a Hawaiian shirt, the baby's face, and because assuming like with his family, this is the first. Baby to come along, mm. everyone will want it, especially the grandparents. Everyone's nice. like fighting over it, so just creating a bit of drama early on. I like that <laughs> dropping the grenade and walking yeah, away. Yeah, That's yeah. when you go outside and have a beer. There's <laughs> nothing better than like a Christmas Day fight. Yeah. Any of our American listeners will be like, "That sounds like Thanksgiving." <laughs> <laughs> Turkey sucks. <laughs> We also had some uh, a dad hack sent in. So our, uh, one of our favourite listeners, Red, he sent in a dad hack and he takes his kids to the op shop and he says, you can have any one thing out of here if you trade in five toys of your own. Oh. That oh. is a winner. Yeah. I'm totally going to Decluttering the house yeah. while they're getting something. Yeah. Oh, nice. Give it a bit back too. That's good. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I had a little dad hack that I wanted. Oh, sorry. Do you I was going to say, that's going to bite you, Red, until they decide to take the biggest fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day. When they get a value of money, they're in trouble. They figure it out and they're just going to go, I want that stupid looking piece of armour that's sitting up on that top shelf now. All right. Oh, that wedding dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's 2022, mate. Anything's possible. Well. Anything is possible. That's right. I had a dad hack as well. So uh, something that happened during the week. So we've got the, like I said, the multiple Google Home things in the kids' bedroom so mm. they can have the, it's like a clock radio, but better. And basically you can, I've only got one Spotify account and they accessible on all of them. So yes. whenever one of them wants to listen to music, the other one can't. So to piss each other off, they've started like get listening to music in their room, which cuts off whatever the other person's <laughs> listening to. And it's even more annoying when I'm on the way home from work and I want to just tune out and listen to a podcast, mm. shit dad podcast, obviously, and it cuts out in the middle of what I'm listening to, even if it's come to a good bit like one of Cam's jokes. And <laughs> then you're just like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden like the Macarena comes on. <laughs> you know how last week I said he loves playing the Macarena yeah, and yeah. we taught him it? I fucking hate the Macarena now. <laughs> it lasted a week. <laughs> all week. Yeah, thanks. By Without way. fail, it's just been playing on repeat in my house. Oh really? Oh, yeah. it's what rubbed else? off on Ola. How yeah. good! What house? <laughs> Macarena. Oh, 
stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Can oh I play? No, you, you can't. can't. It's broken. We've got a, I don't know if I mentioned it last week. We got a little hack to build off that. Yeah. Um, finally got around to just making for my daughter. Called it Harper's Playlist. And so now she can ask Google to play it instead of asking for the same five songs on repeat kind of thing. That's pretty she handy. Just presses, she just asks it to play it and then nonstop. And she can say next if she wants the next song. There you go. Hey. Nice one. That's cool. Well, that I use it at school all the time. Kids got their playlists. I'm teaching PE and I just punch some tunes out. And um, okay, such and such as I won't mention names, obviously. And then um, it just comes up straight away. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. pretty it's not That's bad. That's handy. Some of them are real old school too. They're getting into that old school stuff, and, which is right up my alley, which is good, you know. Well, doing that work at the coffee shop at school, we have a playlist that's running and it's almost exclusively 80s. Oh, so yeah. That's quality. it's fantastic. And the kids all dance and carry on as well. So oh, it's a good win. Yeah, nice. Very good. Awesome. Uh, i got something I wanted to share this week. So. Um, one of the local websites in Australia, Urban List, uh, have launched a brand new vertical called Urban List Fam. Uh, and now we do a bit of work with these guys through my company. Um, and they've launched this and it's some really good stuff. Depending on what city you're in, you can dive in and find uh, local things to do, whether that's uh, family-friendly restaurants, cafes, uh, things to do. Um, there's a list of Christmas-themed activities, Um so when you kind of get to that point where you're really lost for, uh, yeah, things to do uh, that are family friendly, uh, you can jump on, and obviously it's tailored to whatever city you're in. So who's that uh, again? Urban List Fam is, is, the, Fam. is the vertical. Yeah, nice. So obviously they're normally most famous for things like restaurants and food and drink, mm. uh, but now they can do that with the family lens. So that's that's a good one. Awesome. Handy, very awesome. handy. Um, I believe there was one other bit of social shit, Daddy. If you guys didn't have anything to add, no, mate. Yeah, a. Butcher on the Sunshine Coast. It's been very well publicised in the last week. I thought it would be worth um, sharing again. Uh, the original Forest Glen Butchery, he has a fantastic men's health initiative where every Friday at knockoff he will put on a barbecue and a, car, a slab of beers, which he, after all the publicity he's probably going to have to put a few slabs on now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, basically you can just go down, have a yarn, have a sausage and a, and a beer and just talk to random blokes that can relate to you. So hats off How to the good. bloke. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Absolute really legend. people together, hey. And I think more people need to do it. Mm. And that's a great opportunity for butchers and all sorts of businesses around the, the globe to do that sort of stuff. So It's unreal. He's even chucking out there to those families in need. Yes. He said, if you need, come and have a chat to him and he'll do a block of meat pack for you right? to kind of help well, get you through. Yeah. Outstanding. So he's definitely not money hungry, so fair play to him. And, yeah, um, yeah that's social shit daddery. Awesome. And now it's a bit of time for Dad's Corner. Welcome to Dad's Corner, where we give a shout-out to worthy causes and support services for men and dads all over the world. If you know a group that's helped you or is a great cause, let us know on Instagram at shitdadpod. Check out Dad's Group. It's about changing the culture of fatherhood for the better. Dads, their kids, coffee and maybe a playground. A simple formula that provides new fathers with the connection and support they desperately need. Check out dadsgroup.org for more info. If you're turned off by the stereotypical real estate experience, look no further than Black Property Group and get to know Anthony and his team. Whether you want to buy now or upgrade the family home in 12 to 18 months, take the patient, personable approach to find the right home with Black. Check out blackpg.com.au for more. And finally, support the guys who've kept us clothed. Otherwise, we'd be sitting around in the skin. Smashing fibres, lightweight, easy breathe activewear or everyday casuals. Swing over and grab the missus a terrestrial yoga set now for Christmas. Bra and leggings, only $50. Imagine the perv you'll get. No code, no excuses. Visit smashingfibers.com.au right this second where you're listening to us have a dirty old yarn. That's Dad's Corner. Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with our podcast, uh, hit us up on the emails, shitdadpod at gmail.com. Send us your stories, any photos, any videos, or at shitdadpod on Instagram or shitdadpod uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, wherever you listen to us, make sure you leave a review, give us five stars. It really does make a big difference to us. And obviously, whatever algorithms there are in the iTunes uh, charts as well. So we like sitting at the top of those charts. Um, don't forget the Shit Dad share line, 07 30 40 95 45. Give us a call and leave a message. And to get in touch with us if you want to purchase a shirt or a stubby cooler for a nice little Chrissy present for yourself. Shirts are available now, so I will be picking them up this week and we'll be modelling them off and you'll be able to see them on a proper dad rig. Nice. We'll get them on the <laughs> socials so people can see how good they look. Yep. Yeah. How good. 
All right, let's do what we've come here to do. Um, it is men, men's. Is it men's mental health month or just Movember? I think it's Movember, so we're just sort of raising awareness for men's mental health. Mm-hmm. It's always a good topic to bring up. It should be done more often uh, throughout the year, but it is November, and we're here to talk to Chris, who lost his best mate to suicide. It is a heavy topic, we know. Um, but if you can't do that in Movember, when can you do it? So I think it's a great time to hand over to Chris and uh, tell us about your story, mate. Yeah, you know, boys. Again, thanks for having me on. I just, um, yeah, I, I feel very passionate about this topic. And, um, yeah, it is something that I feel very passionate about and um, always have. Um, even prior to this event um, that we were going to discuss, obviously, in a bit of detail tonight, um, yeah, it's, it's something that's really, really important and, it, it can consistently you know, raises its head, you know, um, in a variety of different ways. And I know that Triple M's always been a big supporter of those tradie mutt shirts, for yeah. example. And I was hearing something uh, on the way to work the other day, and sort of brought a tear to my eye. Like, you know, Marto's breaking down on on, on radio talking about that sort of stuff, and uh, the importance of this uh, this lady writing in about her husband. You know, who she didn't really understand why he wanted to always just have a couple of beers after work, mm. just with his mates. You know. And then she's starting to understand that a little bit more and more. Um, you know, he's stressed, he's working hard, he's providing, etc. And that's an outlet for, for him. You know, and um, like, as like, let's be honest, women are much better at this stuff than us. You know, look at every situation in the world. If they have trauma, they cry, they grieve, they get together. You know, it's um, very, very, you know, um, cathartic. Mm-hmm. They don't hold it in. They don't. Um, let things build up as much, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, they are just, and they are, as a rule, just much tougher, I think, you know, um, and because I honestly believe that showing your emotions and being upset is is a real sign of strength, you know, and when you feel a certain way, it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. And sometimes you don't have a good reason to feel that way. You just do, and that's okay. But, yeah, I lost my mate oh, and a lot of our mate, you know. He was friends to many, you know, um, about seven years ago, so... And it feels like yesterday still, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, he was, um, I suppose, cliche, obligatory, separation, marriage breakdown, etc. cetera. Um, I'd been keeping up with him and talking to him quite a bit. And we worked closely together for a couple of years. And then um, I just noticed that he, his demeanour started to change. And it's probably more that I've noticed that on reflection. You know, I, I didn't notice it as acutely when we were having that discussion um, and he would always call me when he was driving home from work. And he was a workaholic. He's at work, you know, at 5.30 in the morning most days. Some days he'd be calling me at 9.30, you know, um, on the way home. So he's what, part- what did he do for work? Yeah, he's a teacher just like me. Okay. Yeah, but he was going more more down the, um, you know, more down the, you know, the administration side of things. So he's in leadership and, you know, I was his deputy principal and he was the boss. And we'd been to uni together and, you know, um, so we're really tight. Um he had a, some with a significant, um, I suppose, um, intel- I don't know if it's like an intellectual impairment, but it was like, um, yeah, significant disability, which was draining, you know, and then two other kids. Um, and look, you know, I, yeah, I'm not here to talk about their relationship or whatever. I'm just there to talk about, you know, the importance of, um, for blokes out there, you know, and, and people in general, but especially fellas, like, just to make sure you understand that bad days will disappear. Mm. You know, and then the good ones come again, you know. And um, I guess I, the backstory is he um, he was out with his brother, and he um, and I didn't I'd called him during the day, and I was um, working as a strength and conditioning coach at the time, so I was out at a footy match. Came through, and on the way to the game, I called him and said, "Oh, won't you?" And he just did, you know, he broke down, and started crying, was telling me about how he was splitting up with his wife, and I could tell like it had started to make a bit more sense. The negativity, you know, he was um in a fairly loveless relationship and, you know, in that regard, um, yeah, it was the first time he probably admitted it, but he was really positive about it. He said, you know, if she's not going to love me, then I'll move on and someone will love me. And I was like, yeah, mate, 100%, mm-hmm. you, know? Um, you know, for me, sometimes they're like the number seven bus, you know, you just wait a little bit and the next one comes along, <laughs> you know. And I don't mean that in a nasty way, no, I just mean that in a really positive way, you know. It still hurts, you know, yeah. when you lose that well, but it's just, I, That's hurt. I, does it hurt as much as lo- like missing the the number seven buff? The first no, one? well, mate, it's like what's, it doesn't hurt as much as losing your seventh leg in a quaddy, mate. Or like, sorry, the quaddy <laughs> or an all up. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's um, yeah, that's yeah. that's yes, it, yeah, and that's something that you reflect upon too. You know, ones that get away or whatever. But um, 
yeah, and so for me, he was. I was really happy. I was. Oh, that's really. Oh, he was really positive. You know, mm. it's terrific. Went out. His brother, you know, um, juiced up. Deluxe mm. would have been punching it hugely. His brother disappears and goes home and gets a bit more money. Uh, he calls me. I was at my own my cousin's uh, wife's fortieth, I think, at the time. Just heard his phone call. I felt it rather. Couldn't hear anything because it's so loud where I was. Put my phone back in my pocket. Called him back half an hour later. He's already dead. So call, call, call. Okay, oh, I thought oh, he must have gone home or he's whatever. That's mm. it. Normal thing. I've had a fairly substantial night uh, on the gas myself and then gone home to sleep and woken up uh, the next day with like literally like 18 or 24 or 18 or 20 missed calls. Wow. Yeah, and six or 10 were from the same bloke. It was his cousin. He told me. I just couldn't believe it. So he'd walked a long way from where he was to come and see me. I was at Fridays at the time in Brisbane. Everyone knows, like, the walk from Caxton Street to Fridays is fairly substantial. That's pretty big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stops off, gets a handbag, gives me a call, sends a, sends a terrible text message to his ex-wife. Not in that a nasty, not in a nasty way to her, but very dark and morbid, basically telling her he was going to neck himself. And wow. then he jumped off the story bridge. Oh. And that was it, you know. Um, and mate, I will just, like... People often talk about uh, this domino effect that suicide has. And, like, that is the... I cannot tell you or reiterate enough how huge that is. It's, like, it's an, it's like nuclear, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's not just what happens to his close family. It's, you know, what happens to his close friends. And then what happens to the other people that are close to their close family and the close to their close friends, you know, um, it has such a significant effect, you know, in, in such potentially a really negative way. Yeah. So I found myself struggling to, to deal with my own demons, or well, not my own demons, but my own grief, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Did his eulogy, plenty of tears. I was really, you know, up, very upset, you know, and openly upset. And I have no problems with that. And like I might even get upset, you know, <laughs> talking to someone randomly at school or, yeah. you know, someone having a beer at a pub, like, and just get a little, just sort of brings it all back. But, yeah. Um, at the funeral, I did his eulogy and was one of the few that did it. And I never broke down once. So I had plenty of tears prior. But sitting down straight after it, I was just broken and yeah. like didn't really know where to start, you know. Is, um, that, is that ripple effect still affect you now, like yeah, seven mate, years it, on? it does, mate. I have to say it does. I'd be a liar, you know, and it's important that blokes know and people know in general, like, this shit is fucking horrendous. Like, mm. And um, it does. Like, I mean, you know, it's affected my relationships with girls, um, you know, it was at the point where I, I, I was diagnosed with a thing called delayed grief. Delayed grief onset, it's called. So you're looking after other people and sort of that's a way you're finding you're dealing with your own grief, I suppose, mm. being able to help others to a degree. And then once that all disappears and everyone else kind of gets back to normality as best they can, you're just left in a heap with, um, yeah, without the... Well, but potentially the coping mechanisms to understand. Yeah. You know? Did you seek help for that, Chris? I did, mate. Yes. Um, so initially, mate, I had to. I was going to kill yeah. someone. Yeah. I was. It was so angry. You know. Um, like I remember. Like this is. This is going to sound funny now, but like I, I remember coming up, going on a school camp. Um, st- was teaching PE at the time. Going on a school camp. Um, it was after his funeral and everything. Uh, and then coming back home, had like just a shit time on camp. As you do sometimes, you know, mm. probably just tired. I imagine. I remember going for a haircut after. I had to wait ages to get a haircut. I never wait. Like, I got a head like a beaten favourite, mate. I know I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in waiting. I'm not interested in waiting for a haircut. I just want to cut what I ask you. That's some. You know? Some of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I remember getting home. My flatmate had drunk all the beer in the fridge. I'm like, you know, so there's these little chain of events. I go down the pub, go to buy a carton. I go down the road, literally down the road, and I'm parked in. This bloke has literally parked me in parallel, like so, no, adjacent rather. So just no respect at all. So I just sat on his sat on his bonnet, snapped his windscreen wipers off, and waited for him to come back. Yeah, right. And when he came back, he said, "What, what have you done?" I said, "Well, you just parked me in, mate." And like, and so, and he was a lot older than me, um, and I was so angry you could tell, and to the point where he diffused the situation by apologising, which was nice of him. Um, and then we sort of had a little mini debrief to a degree. And I said, look, mate, I've just tried to explain a little bit. And I think he must have must have known or had some type of feeling yeah. anyway. Yeah. He didn't even ask me to replace his windscreen wipers. It was on a Merc as well. Oh, <laughs> so he's on a, 
I just didn't care. Yeah. yeah. And I knew then that it was, um, you know, time to seek help. And I was becoming really reclusive and introverted away from my mates, yeah. family as well. Like, re- like, and it's not me, not at yeah. all. Like, it was a real ch- – and I I think about it now, it was really, really serious, yeah. you know. Um, so I seek I, – sorry, I, I sought um, – some help through school, so they offer like an, an employee assistance program, so the EAP, yeah, which is wonderful. Um, it's a free service; you get five free services or whatever. I think before you start having to pay, which is fine. Um, then I, I mean, I didn't find a great fit there. Found somebody else to, to go and see, and it started to make a bit more sense. You know, um, you can't make sense of that situation necessarily. Mm. Excuse me, but um, it was just helping. You know, like understand that it was important not to feel so guilty, mm. you know. This feeling of guilt was overwhelming, Yeah, you know, and um, I was having broken sleep. I was having the same recurring dreams a lot. There was, there was three different ones. I was having all three often. Like mm. One was I'd just see him jump and I couldn't help him. He just jumped in front of me. The other one was I, um, I grabbed him and then I dropped him and then the other one was he took me with him. Yeah, right. And that's the one that stood with me the most. Like, he was taking me with him. Like, mm-hmm. And so for me, I wanted to make a stand, you know, in my own head and make sure that he didn't take me with, with him, yeah, yeah. you know, as well. So that was a conscious decision that I made. And, you know, it, it, I know that it still affects me. Like, if I've got to be conscious of how much I drink. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for her, like, apart from general health reasons. Yeah, yeah. You know, apart from the fact that, like, if someone just questions me about it and I've had... There's just that little bit too much or whatever. Yeah, it can be like a little bit. Um, I feel like I don't have control, so mm. my emotions are really raw, get yeah, a bit defensive. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah, and, and very angry still. Yeah. Now, I just wanted to know, like, it's obviously affected your state of mind pretty hard. Mm-hmm. What, like, how do you approach someone who you think is on going down that track? Mm. That's what we want to get to get towards like yeah. how, like what can you say to someone who you're worried about yeah i honestly without like without sounding like i'm just being daft um as long as it's not negative mm. anything just talk yeah just on really you don't i you know people might disagree like experts would say oh no you need to be trained in this understand the right questions to ask it's not always that it's just about hey mate how are you mm. how's things how have you been? I've noticed that you look a little bit flat lately. Is everything okay? Like so, and then say, mate, look, I'm not here to pry. If you need anything, that's where I am, you know, or whatever. Sometimes it's just as as really as simple as that. It's you funny know? you say that because I've been asked that a couple of times and each time there has been something wrong and I've opened up immediately. Mm. So people it can could, tell. Yeah, yeah, people can tell. And if they ask, are you you good? Like yeah. it's actually noticeable. You, there's a good chance they're going to fucking open I think up. you're right, mate, too. Like sometimes people are really just waiting for someone to ask them, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I think it's a tricky question, that one you asked me, mate, about your questions because depending on how close your relationship is with the other person might vary the types of questions you can ask. If you really know somebody, you can sort of really prod and poke and, you know, um, overturn some rocks if you need to, etc. you know. Mm. Um, but it, it just things as simple as that, what we just mentioned prior, is seriously still helpful, you know. Um, mate, it, it's, like I said, it has had a huge effect on me. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, it's, uh, the emotions are varied, you know. Frustration and anger were huge for me, you know. But that, that overwhelming sense of guilt was just awful. Mm. I might be pushing the boundaries here, mate. Mm-hmm. What could you? What do you think? Looking back, you could have done better to no, not to, to grieve. No, oh, to grieve. I mean, like oh, I could have helped him. Oh no, I'm not no, talking about helping no, him. Sorry, I no, mean, no. like um, in your own mm. state of mind and how you dealt with it. Yeah, it's a good question. It's it's really tricky one to answer because at the time I I was really helping others. You know, initially, mm. just got dealt a few cards. Like I'd, I had a bit of a rough time at work. Um, People deal with grief very different Completely, ways. Yeah. Some people need to get back into their routine. They don't yeah. talk about Distractions, it. Distractions. Yep, yeah. all of that sort of stuff. And I'm not saying that I'm not like that, but I'm not always like that. I'm not fully like that. Mm. I needed time to grieve and where I was working at the time, um, you know, it was inconsistent in, in the messages they were sending me, you know. I was just, I was really all over the place. And even people at work were saying, you know, like I was having my head down all the time. I was just kicking stones, you know. And mm. I, but I didn't realise I was. Um, I, I can't. I honestly cannot just 
just mention like the importance of talking, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's obviously better when you've got someone that's trained in it, but if you're struggling, just talk and also just, you know, have the um have the like, I don't know, what would you call it? The inner mantra or the um I don't know. Just to understand that whatever happens, whatever's happening, it's not going to last forever. Yeah. Nothing lasts forever. Yeah. Nothing at all. So even if it's shit, it's going to finish. It's mm. going to end, you know, and um, I wish I could tell him that, you know. Um, yeah. And, and al- mate, alcohol would have had a huge factor in his decision-making. Yeah. There was no way in the wide world he was had a clear mind, mm. you know, and he's in a dark place and then he just hammers it full of a depressant, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a fucking cocktail for, for disaster, mm. yeah. you know, and how many blokes, how many people in general, but how many blokes would neck themselves when they're pissed or intoxicated on a substance, you know. Probably I imagine be ginormous, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's a lot of courage there. They the courage is built up, you know, the, the you know, the um and the barriers are down and yeah. Let's get to what you how you dealt with it sort of thing and like get your side of the story. Like what advice could you um give to someone who's lost a person through like just from your experiences and what you've spoken to with psychologists and stuff? What advice could you give someone who's going through losing a mate? Mm, yeah, well, because there's a lot of them. Yeah, there are, mate. It's it's terrible, hey. And unfortunately, a lot of it is military. Yep. There's a lot of That's military bad guys. too, mate. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It does not discriminate. I will say that. You know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, men are prolific. You know, absolutely prolific. But mm. it's you know, um, you know, your wealth, you know, your background necessarily. You know, some people, yeah, they've suffered trauma themselves, of course, but. My advice is just to, um, just like from from my point of view, you know, um, I threw myself into exercise. Um, it's important that we understand that the stigmas around blokes breaking down and crying and being upset are bullshit. You know, they just are. Mm. There's no grey in that area. You know, I'm not talking about someone who milks a situation, is carrying on like you know, um, you know, to, you know, for selfish reasons. Somebody mm. who's in serious pain. You know, and goes to a mate and breaks down and starts crying, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I I'd, you know, would consider myself a fairly robust fella and I'm very resilient. But, um, you know, um, I don't mind uh, telling people about how much it hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, mate, it, it was just awful, you know, and I, yeah. had, I, I miss him so much, you know. Yeah. He's, um, I, had a, I saw him while I was in Bali with him at, um, on a holiday and... It, you know, I know that oh, I'm not really a big believer in ghosts or any of that bullshit, but I woke up one night and um, and I didn't have any of those magic milkshakes or anything like that. I was all, <laughs> I was all pretty above board. <laughs> just pumped a few bin tanks, I'm sure. <laughs> and he was right beside me and um, he always used to call, my nickname for him, oh, f- sorry for me, from him was Bruiser. He said to me, Bruiser, I'm sorry, I should have just moved in with you. And wow. we would talked about that prior. Yeah. And that's what he said to me when Bali. And I reached over to try and grab him and he was gone. Wow. You know, and I woke up and... So I was sobbing my eyes out and oh, shit, you know, yeah. my um, partner at the time, she was just, you know, obviously had no clue. Yeah. She thought I was having a bad dream and I, I often have them, yeah. you know. But um, it's just keep talking and, yeah. um, you know, making sure that you just start, everyone understands it. It's, it'll get better. Yeah. You mentioned <clears> some of the, um, the signs in hindsight now, you're looking mm. back that you might be able to recognise them. Yep. What were some of those? <clears throat> um, mate, it's a, it often is... Uh, You'll know. I noticed that there was like this darkness, this like um, negativity for mm-hmm. quite a while. Um, and you know, it's funny. Like, I'd, um, for about two months after he died, like, because he used to call me at a specific time pretty well. I was, it was always about half the time I've had dinner and I'm sort of watched a bit of TV or something. And I'm coming back now and washing the dishes. It was the water. I don't know if it was the water or not or whatever was going on, but I would start to cry uh, washing the dishes. You know, uh, and then I was pinpointing it to. Um, it was when he would call me, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's sort of um, <clears throat> that's when uh, I realised, you know. So those calls were were quite negative, you know. He was like, oh, and I, like I said, I, I'm I'm here to talk about him and and the issue and, and me, and I'm not going to bring anyone else into it because yeah, I don't want to even no, of course, let them have any airtime. Yeah, um, but it, you know, I realised then that when he made that change in his conversation. So the biggest thing for me I'm trying to get to is that I noticed this shift in his um, his chat, you know. Mm. So from stock standard 
to getting quite dark, negative, etc. Very down. You could tell he was tired, drained. And then this, oh, you know, and I've made this, you know, choice that if she doesn't love me, then I'll, someone else will. And it was like a real flip. Yeah. Mm. And I knew that then, now looking back, that was probably at the time where he'd made his peace with what he was going to do. Wow. Yeah. You know, it was quite significant. And, you know, it was, he did it on the night of his um, youngest boy's first birthday, wow. like first birthday party. It wasn't his actual mm. birthday. And we were all, all of us were supposed to be invited. We never got an invite. Like, so there's a lot of background there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just, I plead with people when they get married to others, you know, um, you're never going to like everything about everybody else. Yeah, yeah. That's impossible, yeah. you know. But if you marry someone, you must be able to treat them like a mate as well as your close, intimate partner, mm. you know. And if you treat someone like, like they're your close friend, like your best mate from school, then half this bullshit wouldn't happen, you know, because we accept our mates for who they are, yeah. you know. But then when we live with someone and they're our partner, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, like the dishes in the sink or the, the clothes on the floor... Or overspending on the on, you, yeah. yeah, mate, that's so innocuous. <laughs> yeah, makes no difference, you know. Um, and, but if you you know to the core, love each other and care about each other, then um, you know half the stuff wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. No, um, they're to take care of each other. Mm. You know? so, and when you are, when you catch up with your mates now, do you find yourself like overcompensating? You, do you yeah, really like probably did that. Yes, dig, unfortunately, dig I, I had to make a conscious. Yeah, mate, that's so. I kind of forgot about that because. You end up like, I see things in others now that scares me a little bit. So then I go, fuck, man, you're right. Mm. You know? Mm. Um, and that's only when I've, I'm probably feeling a bit flat myself and I've had too much to drink or whatever. And I'm like, you know, and then other, my mates are just like, yo, shut the fuck up, will you? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm fine, mate. I've got a stressful job. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you in my ear every five seconds asking if I'm okay. And that's yeah. not what I'm doing necessarily, but. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. Going the other way because it was, yeah, hyper. More, yeah, yeah, like just like, whoa, because it hurt me so much. Yeah. Mm. I just don't want to ever see that again, you know. But, like, you know, his poor mum, like, you know, and she's lovely. Like, I mean, the last time I sat down and had a beer with her was for a couple of hours. Like, she just held my hand for two hours and cried, mm. you know. Um, so the pain that I'm experiencing and others too, I'm sure, I'm not just selfish enough to think that it's just me, you know. Um it's just multiplied by an exponential value. Mm-hmm. It's his mum, you know, and, and his dad too, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, it, it, mate, it's, like I said, that, that domino effect is huge. It really, it gets right there like it's any analogy you want. You know, we go Pacific Ocean, Moreton Bay, mm. Pine River, all those little creeks and tributaries there. Like, yeah. mate, that's how it goes. It goes everywhere Does, right from the source. Do you find yourself picking up the phone to everyone now? Do you never miss a call? I often feel really guilty if I don't. Yeah. Or worried at least. Mm. Just yeah. a quick tech. Oh, you know, you were right, I'm busy or something. Yeah. Yeah, little things like that, mate. Like that was something that I just couldn't get a, get my head around for ages. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck, why didn't I just pick up? But then I think, well, you couldn't what if I did and he did it anyway? Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, there's all these what ifs and that was the, probably the biggest one, you know. Yeah. The guilt was hard. I mean, you know, yeah, it was... It's something like, like it, it's not something you can. It's not pragmatic. It's you can't. You know you can't reason it. You know it mm-hmm. was so abstract. Yeah. You know it took me a long time to to try and accept the fact that I, I couldn't couldn't really understand it. You know yeah. if that uh, makes sense. At the end of the day, mate, yeah. like there's there's calling your mates, but then there's actually seeking help. You've got yeah. like Beyond Blue. You've got um, Lifeline, Beyond Lifeline, Blue, mate, oh. and it, yeah, absolutely, mate, and Brotherhood of Fathers, yep. all that sort of stuff. There's heaps yeah. of heaps of resources out there there so. is there's no excuse now like it's just yeah i mean no and i don't mean that in a cold way no of course yeah no. like i just think there's so many options pick, just yep yeah do whatever you can just talk yep. that's hey, it you've spoken a lot about i guess well, we've, the effects the signs all of these <clears> things <throat> yeah what about you now now dealt with it how do you ask for help when you're in a low whether it's related to to this mm. event or oh, even just yourself, I don't find myself in a low too much, which is great. You know, I'm not that type of fella, not that type of person. I'm, if I do, I try to nip it in the bud fairly quickly. Go to the gym is a big one for me to exercise, but more so, it's about being around my mates. I feel like, geez, I mean, 
I'm a school teacher now in 2022, man. I've got so many buzzwords for you. Like, that's how I fill up my cup. That's how they fill their cup. Well, have you got any more of those so yeah. I can tell in when the... people are talking shit? Oh, that's, cool. that's, the, that's a big one. In this space is another one. Oh, I love that. Data. There's another one. Oh, wow. The data says. Mm, Data. Yeah. Oh, I can talk to data, mate. I can, I can make data do whatever I want. You know, like, it's all bullshit. Like data says I need 75%, yeah. so I get That's 75%. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, kid, that, kid, that kid's going to give me a good Christmas present. The data says he needs a V. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Um, yeah. No, but like it's, yeah, I, I do, um, I have to be around people that I care about, you know, and I know that they care about me. That's my biggest one. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll text, like, and, you know, I, I, I am the, like, unicorn of my mates and fam- like, I don't have kids, you know. Um, I wanted to have kids and still possibly do, but after um, my mate died, you know, all I want to do is be happy, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that to a degree society tells us get married, have kids, get a house, get another house, get a beach house, get a nice car, you know, wear nice, like, well, that's mm. bullshit, you know, like, that. <clears throat> excuse me. The happiest I am in a pair of boardies, a pair of thongs and a cheap T-shirt with my mates at the beach, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, or with my mates anywhere, with my family anywhere. And I'm a lucky bloke. Like I have family that are like friends to me, you know, and I have friends that are like family. Yeah. You know, and so that's how I deal with it. Yeah. Others are different. Yeah, of course. You know, I I didn't realise how, how really um, introverted I became. And I remember a mate of mine, like my best mate, like, you know, right from year one, he's texted me and said, mate, what are you doing coming over? And I was like, mate, I've just got so much shit to do. Like I, said, I remember saying, I've, I've got to do my washing. This is a Friday night. Like, mate. It's a good drawing day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today was a good drawing day. Oh, today was an absolute pinnacle, mate. But, um, mate, like usually I'd go to an opening of an envelope, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's... um. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, That's so good. Have you come back then to yeah, that, that, mate, that for positivity sure. and that kind yeah, of extrovertedness? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, you know, there's been some hard lessons along the way, mate, mm. you know. Um, and, you know, th- the reason they are hard is because they're a lesson. Yeah. You know, if they're not, they don't have an impact and they're not a positive impact, then it's not a lesson. And it's generally not difficult. You know, so again, you to put a positive spin on things, you know, like the, the most difficult chats I've had with people are the, the right ones. Yeah. You know, taking the path of least resistance only takes us to a point, you know, um, and I think that for a lot of people who, who continually take the path of least resistance, it comes to a block and then it's like, ain't shitteth as hitteth the faneth and it's bad, mm-hmm. you know, and you have just been avoiding whatever it is for however long. You know, and I, I knew, like, it was going to ruin me, you know. And I remember going for a surf and just saying to him, like, just said to my mate, I said, I'm going to let you go now. He's bringing me down, you know. Um, not like, you know, I don't, geez, I'm not putting blame on him. It's not what I mean necessarily. It's I meant, like, thinking about him and, you know, um, letting it become a, to a point where it was nearly controlling me, that mm. was what was happening, you know. And, 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 it, and it is a slippery slope and it just will sneak up on you, you know. And um, I had to let him go, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I'm, and I, you know, I just, um, like I said, f- felt so guilty for not being able to help him, you know, and just the pain that he must have felt to be able to do something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and even seeing him afterwards, you know, like prior to the funeral and, you know, um, Oh, look, I won't go into that and stuff. I can, you know, it's just, you know, it's traumatic. Yeah. You know? Um, I went with his brother and his, some of his family, you know, to see him, like a viewing, whatever. And, you know, I was dragging his brother. His brother was holding the chairs, the pews on the way down. And I was Didn't pulling him that. sideways. Yeah. Like, I said, mate, this is your last chance. You know, you're only going to get this. This is it. Yep. You know, you got to, you want to go and see him, go and just, this is it. You got, this is all you got. Yeah. And it was hard, mate, you know, and, um, you know, well, I'm not getting to get right into it, but, um, <clears throat> you know, um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, I'm not, I mean, it's been an important thing that's happened to me in my life, that's for sure. Um, you find strength you didn't realise you ever had, yeah. you know. Um, doing this eulogy was tr- very, very difficult, you know. I had to do it all at school. In between, I was still studying to finish my master's and I'm not asking anyone to, you know, crack the violin out, like that's not what I'm talking about. 
you just don't realise what you can do, what you're capable of, yeah. you know. Um, it was very, very difficult um, but, you know, really important that people, you know, knew how much of a great bloke he was and mm -hmm. he deserved a good send-off, you know. I, I felt for him right to the end, you know. It's like, you know, his favourite songs weren't even getting played at his funeral and, you know, I just thought, oh, for fuck's sake, like, when's the bloke ever going to get a chance, mm. you know. Um, and so much more I could have said and, you know, probably could have done, but I didn't want to ever lower myself to anyone's, you know, level in that regard. Mm. Um, I also just to understand that, you know, you're just a little piece of a big, big puzzle and you're sort of just trying to do the right thing and fit in as best you can, you know, without minimal fault, with, you know, sorry, with minimal fuss, you know. Mm. So, but like I just, um, for anyone that's out there that needs a chat, you know, I, I'm, I'm just one bloke, but I'll listen as, as long as you want, you know. I'll just often just tell people too, like, you know, the bottle is not the answer. Yeah. The bag is not the answer. Mm -hmm. It just isn't. That is just a little temporary fix. You're just putting a little bit of duct tape on a ginormous hole. Yeah. You know, you're, in, you're at zone eight at Fraser, mate, and you've got to get it all the way back through the inroad. <laughs> a little bit of duct tape ain't going to work for the, you know, the whole way home, that's for sure. Zone eight at Fraser. That's, that's a keeper. Cool. Mate, that's, um, that's, a, that's a phenomenal chat. Um, Thanks, boys. Yeah, really good to hear it and good to hear you open up. <clears throat> I think a lot of more blokes need to do it. Yeah, so. me too, mate. Um, if you have, do you have any lasting advice for blokes who need to process? Yeah, for sure. Just um, my biggest, my biggest thing is always just talk. That's the that's the biggest thing. Even though what will happen is in your head, it, it's not making sense to you. Yeah. It, it makes sense to somebody else. Yeah, you know, or someone else will un let you work through it. You know, and also just just trust the process. You know, and just. Um, you know, we're in a society where we're gratified quite quickly now. You know, we uh, click a button and we search. You know, and we get where we need to go or where we want to what, what we want to buy. Or, you know, um, we're gratified very quickly, and the satisfaction isn't there necessarily as much as the gratification is. So just be patient. Yeah. Just understand that. You know, um, good times come again. You know, mm -hmm. well, that's for sure. That's perfect, know. mate. Really appreciate. Thanks for it. having me, boys. No, thanks for the honesty. Okay, we've just had a fantastic, phenomenal chat with our mate Chris Yo, um, who's lost his uh, lost his mate to suicide a few years ago, but still dealing with the uh, the process. And uh, it's been a phenomenal chat and very deep. And we don't discount that. I think that's re it's really important to get that deep, and uh, especially this time of the year. Mm. Um, and this is the time of year that people start feeling the feels and. It, more than usual. No, you're so, not wrong. Yeah. But yeah. people are lonely. Yeah. yeah. I'm unfortunately in the, one of the lines of work that sees that you weekly and, and, it's, and it's not nice. But what we do want to do is find some funny in uh, in the fatherhood side of things as we do uh, at the Shit Dad podcast um, as well as hitting the big issues. And we are now going to finish off a really good episode with some of this. Shit Dad that's the best ever. <laughs> What's, is that new? That's fucking uh, golden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do love like you. have a yes. microphone at school. <laughs> <laughs> this week featuring an opening of a beer can. <laughs> Absolutely. Cheers. No, that's good. No, cheers to you, mate. That's uh, we've, I won't keep going on, but yeah, no, fantastic cheers, chat. I really appreciate it. Shit dad moment, shit dad story, whatever you want to call it. We're just talking funny dad shit that happens at home and we want to hear from... All of you listeners out there, get in touch on Instagram or the um, the shit dad share line, which Cam's got in a moment. But I reckon we just punch straight into it. Go for it. I reckon. Thanks Why? to obviously better accounting mm -hmm. because we don't forget about better accounting. No, we better not. We are sitting here. <laughs> we are sitting As here we sit in, in that comfy little office. <laughs> exactly right. We do look professional. We should have taken some photos. As always, no, it's not too late. Mate, mine, um, well, lads, mine's actually come from probably the last or the realization of the last eight months. Second child has come <laughs> along, and just how relaxed everything is with the second. The first is like, 
I've got to, got to make sure they sit up. Oh, I've got to make sure they do this. <laughs> this one's like, yeah. wake up. I've got shit to do. I've got shit to do. Like on the floor or it's like, here's a toy or yeah. um, in your walker. Yeah. And you're like, you can't even walk, but in your walker, yeah, you can stand or in your yeah. stand-up thing. And you're just like, yeah, I've got to get these things done. I'm just looking at it compared to the first. The first is always like, oh, yeah, this, this and this. And then now I'm like, why are you not crawling? Why are you not doing like, oh, that's just because I'm lazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I wanted to iron my clothes in the morning, I just put you in a little stand-up thing and just <laughs> ran away and did it. So I just, I think it was probably more of a, a bit of a moral. Don't iron your clothes. What's oh, right? We need to have a chat about that. What's going on? Nah, just <laughs> <We need laughs> have a not, getting your, not getting your clothes on it, mate. Oh, no, she does normally. But, um, oh, good that, save. That was a, yeah, that, that was just a go-to then. No, but it was just more... I think it was a bit more of a moral for everyone out there. Like, it's it's okay, I realise. Yeah. This is okay. Bit of reflection, um, yeah. Yeah. Plus, I've also got a three-and-a-half-year-old running after this eight-month-old yeah. anyway. So, you should have a three-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah, she should have her up. She should be able to get the, the other baby ready in the morning. Yeah. Or? Oh, this is in between cooking my my breakfast and then, you know, ironing my clothes and packing my bag. I mean, the three-and-a-half-year-old's doing pretty isn't, well. Isn't the three-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> cooking breakfast yet? Yeah, she is. She's doing it all. Bacon and eggs and... Yep. Yeah, yeah over the hot plate, mate. That's yeah, no be. problem. Yeah. Right. Does she wash up yet? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Just Crack the whip, mate. Another good example of when we were at um, when we were at your place the other yeah. day for our planning day. She, yep. uh, you know, she woke up, put her in the high chair, give her a stubby cooler to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. It was, it was a shit dad one too, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a shit dad stubby cooler. It was a poly story. Oh god. Well, no. speaking of stubby coolers, boys. Oh, sorry, Dave. No, I was just going to say it's the relaxed approach, and yeah. she's a relaxed kid. You've got to. You've got to have. And, but she is just so chill. Yeah. Just like cries when she's hungry or she's tired. That's what you want. Touch yep. wood, obviously, because yeah. uh, it could change at any second, mm. as most kids do. But man, I've got two girls. It's going to change. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of stubby coolers mm. and my and girls, mm. uh, my three year old girl decided to, obviously, when I wasn't watching her for that split second, um, get a styrofoam stubby cooler stuck on her her leg. <laughs> you know how kids just want to put every. Arm or leg or yeah. tongue in yeah. everything Ooh, they hole. see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to put something in that hole. We'll keep that on the PG side. But yeah, this, so basically, um, the the father-in-law brought us back a stubby cooler from um, from Tasmania, but it was like a a novelty one, like a it is styrofoam on the inside, but like Are a, you in the good a, books a forty on the outside. Any chance? That's just I'm shit always present. always in the good books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good present, really. Yeah. It's fairly yeah. useful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he listens or not. No, it's, all right. uh, it's broken now, thankfully. But nah. So he uh, got us this stubby cooler before I even got the chance to use it and see how like hard it would be to hold it because it was pretty. It was quite big. big I think it was more ones. of a footy, yeah. like one of those ones you just throw as a laugh. Yeah. Anyway, she's just put her foot in it, and I was just like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> So I've gone over and, and like tried to pull it off. I was like, this doesn't come off. How did you get the fucker on? And anyway, the, the missus came home and she's like, what, what the fuck's that on there for? You, mean, like, you that's... mean five hours later? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was about an hour later. And, and I've just fiery cake. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have my tools. I didn't have my tools on me. And she's, look, she's going, what's that? What's that on her foot? And I've got, looked over and gone, oh, it's just a stubby cool. She's <laughs> <laughs> so like, can we get it off? Anyway, long story short, chopped it off and I don't have a stubby cooler anymore. Uh, I've only got shit dad podcast ones. <clears throat> they're, the ones you they're better anyway. You're correct, yeah. I did a, a batch for something separately using the same company and they are so good. Mint. They nice. Good. We should give them a shout out one day. Yes. Um, my other shit does story of the week is um, so you know how in an early episode I was doing the growling the compliment thing I was like don't you make me give you a bloody cuddle like I went full yes. hard the the boy obviously I'm not going to say which one obviously had a pretty full on day it was a bit emotional and things were the brain wasn't fully there he just wanted to go to bed I've gone oh, you are a bloody good person mate <laughs> He just burst into tears. Oh. I was like, oh, da, da. like I was like gr- trying to grab the words and pull them back into my mouth. I was like, what are you? What, what's He's wrong? He's a genius, mate. He just played you bad. <laughs> he played you <laughs> real good, <laughs> mate. For the rest of the day, I was in pieces. I was just like, oh, mate, yep, that's fine. Whatever you want to do. That's and all now good, he has man. a PS4 yeah. in his bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a bigger TV than me. <laughs> Don't tell your mother. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just got a couple of uh, little, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't say they're dad hacks, bits of advice for the listeners. 
Uh, we had our five-year wedding anniversary this week, uh, which is apparently paper. I was about to Cardboard say or something. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Sorry. No, that's not right. Wood. And I kept making jokes to myself. She's going to get wood. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like a paper comparison. Yeah. Paper. Oh, wait. That's wood. No, it's the same. Come oh, back yeah, to the yeah. source. No, I think. Oh, anyway, this is all, this is all right. different ones. Sorry. Um, so a bit of advice for, uh, for, for any dads. Uh, this happened at the same time where I was trying to let her know that next Saturday night I'm doing something that she can't come to, uh, going <laughs> nice. out for for an event. So I was like, oh, I was going to tell her that first. I'm like, wait, of course. Now you've got to do the like the shit sandwich, you know. Yes. Put, put it the positives either yeah. side yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. So it's told like her. I took I, something's very smart. She on the Friday. She obviously had the day off. Uh, she doesn't work Fridays. I took the day off, and that was our actual anniversary. So I surprised her that night by saying, I guess what, I'm not working tomorrow. I'll get to spend the day with you and the kids. And she was, oh, so happy. And then you slipped in the, oh, by the way, next Saturday I got to see <laughs> And she, you know what? She was fine with it. So it worked. Oh, the shit sandwich. Yeah. Out of what the a great hack. Oh, <laughs> Listen, dads, something nice, then get your way. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then the second one was on the Saturday night we had dinner plans. My parents were meant to babysit. They went on a cruise and, of course, they got COVID. Uh, so they were ruled out. Um, but something we had sussed out a little bit previously and then organised was uh, one of their favourite daycare teachers to come and babysit. I don't know if you guys have done this, but, you yeah. know, they're not meant to do it. It's it's catchy. Like, yeah, Message yeah. them on Facebook. Are you willing to do this? That's sick. Kind of yep. 25 bucks an hour. I've heard about people contacting like others, like, a, you know, on, you know, social media or whatever, like to do other things in, you know, marital sort of <laughs> 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 status. Can you look out for the kid? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where have you put the keys in that? Just throw them in that bottle there, mate. Well played. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that's another bit of advice. So if you want to want a babysitter that you can trust that actually knows their shit and you're not going to have to worry about telling them all 500 things to remember, get one of the old daycare teachers. Daycare yeah, workers yeah. love yeah. cashies. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's me. Awesome. What do you got, Dave? You, that's, you good, oh. mate? No, I'm pretty good. As I said, I'm I'm trying to take the relaxed approach. I've you look relaxed. I've been hammered by sickness lately. It's mm. like once every three to five years, I get knocked around, and it's just it's fucking hammered me. Daycare bugs? Mm. No, I think it's just I think my body just holds on for about three to five years, and yeah. then all of a sudden just shuts down. Yeah, Migraine last Monday, and now I'm just like mm-hmm. congested. I'm like, yeah, yeah, awesome. it's a shit feeling. Righto, boys. Final thoughts. You got anything, Cam? Uh, yeah, final thoughts. Get excited for next week, listeners, because I finally watched all the Family Man videos. Good. They're very, very good. Speaking of Movember, they're run by Movember, so they're a full website of... Um, I thought they were videos, but they're actually kind of choose-your-own-adventure, little interactive kind of video games. So they're cool. really yeah, exciting. Nice I'll tell everyone about that next week. Well, get excited for Shit Dad Sports Wrap next week, Cam, because yeah. the World Cup's just started and you must know enough oh, about oh. the World Cup for next week. Yeah, it started today. All yeah, time. yeah. Like early. early. Yeah, good. That's yep. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two thirty this morning. And oh, yeah. in the in the sweep of work, I've got Morocco and Denmark. Oh, scrunch it up. That's yeah. all right. Denmark. Who's your tip boys? A bit of a smoky. But does that mean I have to chew? I have I like, to like cheer on Denmark over yeah, Australia? Yeah, you do. Unfortunately, I wouldn't. Personally, I'd just scrunch them both up and chuck mm. them in the bin. Uh, <laughs> I can't see us getting out of the group, but I think it's important to say. Just as an Aussie in general, like the negative fucking media that we've got, mm-hmm. it's important to just put the positivity out there. We should all be so bloody proud that the Socceroos are part of the best 32 That's teams right. in the world. Like obviously we're not one of the <coughs> best 32 teams because there's <coughs> plenty of teams in Europe that didn't make it like Italy yeah, that would probably smash ever. us. But Still the good. fact that Australia's in the World Cup is something to be so proud of. Yeah. I personally can't wait to watch us yeah, lose to France. Sure. But it like... They'll be alright. And what I keep saying to people is, these boys, exactly right. But these boys are going to put in the shift of their career. Mm. They might have no other defining moment in their career, but I played France in the World Cup, and we lost four nil. But fuck, (laughs) it was good. It was the absolute highlight of my career. In the shit show, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. and you never know. Like France might not deal with the hot weather that well, and Australia's used to it. So we might have a chance to at least keep the score. 
pretty low. And, well, the, Australians, well, and the Australians will be off the beers because there's no well, beers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We might actually well, just play unbelievably. You know, half chances <laughs> of an Australian citizen <laughs> ending up in a Qatar jail uh, oh, for mate. a dollar and one. I actually it's think there's happen. more chance of an English Probably person English, getting in yeah. there. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah. So we'll leave, we'll, we'll leave that for the shit does sports wrap right. next week. But my final thought, guys, I heard an amazing quote this week, and. It's along the the theme of what we've been talking about all night and it is, especially if you're a parent, if you decide to take that route full of drink or not, um, your mum and dad will never have the opportunity to have another son and your kids will never get another dad. Yeah. That's mm. all you got to keep in mind. That's I personally, yeah, I'm, I'll leave it at that. Perfect. Yeah. Because my, th- my final thought was along those lines too. Just don't ever be afraid to chat. Mm-hmm. But also it's probably more flicking onto those people who ask those questions. Are you okay? Yeah. Be ready to have a response. Mm. Don't fob it off like we are. G'day, man. How's things? Yeah. Actually be ready if you're actually, you know, yeah. ask that question, be ready to listen. Yeah, that's all you got to do, listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. might not have anything. Just Point them in the right simple, direction. Well, as simple yeah. as, mate, I'm here, yeah. but I can't help you, but I'm here, but here's these numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're Definitely. my final thoughts. That's perfect, mate. Thanks again, Chris. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thank boys. you, mate. It's been, no, it's been good. Cracking chat, There's mate. There's a lot of quotes and stuff. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. What, what I saw, actually, I see one at school all the time. Sorry to interject slightly. What's the old saying? Um, your candle shouldn't shine brighter mm-hmm. just by dimming others. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I probably have paraphrased that slightly, um, but that's. Or pay you know, it. Yeah. Hope, well, thanks. <laughs> but um, no, look, it's, 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 as much as it's hard for, yeah. at times to have a yarn about this sort of stuff, it's really important. Yeah. So it's my pleasure. I really just, yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Can't thank you Appreciate enough. It, mate. If this conversation has prompted any of our listeners to check in on a mate and potentially save a life, I think it's been well worthwhile. Mm. Definitely. And uh, remember, dads, whether you've taken something from our shit daddery or not, or think you should, uh, we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids. <laughs>